So has anybody had an interesting two weeks? <laughs> okay, so why don't you start from today and work backwards? I mean, I have, but not as interesting as yours, because apparently. Time is linear, XV. Time goes forward, not backwards. It doesn't have to. I'm not the Cisco. <laughs> no, but, but if you, you do enough, the, if you do enough you drugs, time will go in any direction you want it to. If I was your mom, time would go outwards. No, if no, the, like her waistband. No, the time would bend around <laughs> you. But you know, we're getting into some like really advanced. I mean, time would there. speed up simply because of the uh, increase in simply because of the massive increase in speed caused by her gravitational pull. Well, it depends on whose reference frame you're using. True. Here. The only pool your mom has is a pool of gravy. <laughs> pool of gravy. Time would go faster for everyone else compared to you. I mean, your mom is effectively immortal because time has slowed down so much within her reference frame. Yeah, she actually sees the universe speed up around her, like when you're close to the uh, event horizon of a black hole. I've been there before. <laughs> but I pulled out, thank God. <laughs> no, Scott, if I had pulled out, you wouldn't be here. <laughs> oh, damn! <laughs> oh, snap! <laughs> Got him. <laughs> There's a big chalkboard. He walks over and puts like another little chalk mark on it. <laughs> it's got like yeah, four it's in the kitchen. There. So if you'll excuse me, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> goddamn. <laughs> All right. So what? Well, hey, Mickey. So are you okay? Like, did you physically? read anything I tweeted? I did, but I I want to talk about. It. I want to hear you say it. Well, I'm not going to. Why? I'm deeply hurt. The luck that I've had with cars the last couple months has somehow transferred to Mickey. <laughs> well, no, uh, you just already um... ruined all the ones you have, so now Mickey has to start. <laughs> I had to buy a new one. That's how many I wrecked. Really? <laughs> well, kind I of. I just want to point out that that, that that was like even a thing for you. Most people, if they wreck one car, they have to buy a new one. They don't have two backups. <laughs> Smart yeah, people do. I'm smart. Well, I, I mean, wouldn't I... want to be caught without a secondary backup, but... Right. I, mean, I, I buy mine at Costco, so you get like a pack of three for the price of one, so... No, no, wait, Russ, what car did you have to replace? Um, well, I kind of replaced two cars. I replaced the Rabbit and the Subaru with uh, a newer Subaru. Uh-huh, so nope. no more Rabbit? Uh, the Rabbit is sold. And the Subaru is totaled. Well, yeah, that was the one you flipped off the road, right? Well, I didn't flip it. In my mind, you flipped it. <laughs> you have to respect Subaru because they have the heart of the samurai. Why'd you sell the rabbit? Um, so here's what happened with the rabbit. The, the motor mount broke, mm -hmm. and the engine kind of like fell to the side inside the engine bay. Oh, shit. And my timing belt slipped off. And in those engines, without the timing belt, um, they're known as interference engines. The valves will come in contact with the piston heads if it's not timed correctly. Mm -hmm. uh, so it, it beat the valves, and uh, it just basically destroyed the head. So it's not running now. <laughs> so, so you decided it was better to just cut your losses and sell it than to put a new motor in? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm, I've put enough motors in that car. 
You could get Jordy to make it how, go. How many voters have you put in that car? Just one. But but that's enough. Uh, that's enough. I'm already putting another engine in the bus, so like I don't I don't need two projects right now. Well, at least you're not throwing in the towel on the bus. No, no, the bus is the only one that I will not um, give up on. Mm, yeah, but because calling you bus is fun. Calling you Russaroo would be just weird. Oh no, the, calling him bus has nothing to do with him owning a Volkswagen bus. It has to do with <laughs> Gigabeetle can't or won't get anybody's name right. <laughs> that's that's literally all it is. Uh, well, just for the record, my name is not Bus. Uh, it's Lord Taco. Yes, it That's is. At Lord Taco on Twitter and Snapchat. It's Bus. Oh, he's growing his brand, y'all. He's growing his brand. <laughs> well, you know, he's a hey, fixture I'm... on uh, local Chattanooga radio now. I, I am. I'm, I, I have a. I have a brand. I have a personal brand. I've got to maintain. So, yeah, um, we've heard. If you guys, yeah. If you, if you guys would like to listen, I've, I've actually been on the radio before. <laughs> And they read my tweets every single day. <laughs> this is what passes for quality radio in Chattanooga. <laughs> okay, but here's the thing. Can you get them to read Buck Hobbs' tweets? I think that would be more popular. <laughs> uh, nobody listens anyway, so it really wouldn't matter. Oh, so it's this right. show. Yeah. It's it's like the yeah it's like the radio equivalent of this show. Nobody nobody listens. Okay. Except they read tweets from a bot. Well, I mean, occasionally the tweets are real. They're they're my tweets. I'm not a bot. I don't know why you would accuse me of being a bot. <laughs> Possibly because are real, but the username's been changed to protect the innocent and stupid. <laughs> Possibly because 95% of the tweets come from the user agent Taco, and uh, you know the rest of them come from an iPhone. It's Taco, that's because I'm tweeting and communicating online. <laughs> 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 I guess my Twitter client. I just finished eating dinner and I'm already hungry again. I can't figure out why. God. <laughs> Did you have tacos? No, I had chicken. Chicken tacos? No, I don't. I don't like trying to do homemade chicken tacos because they always come out super dry and salty. Was the chicken fed tacos? Okay, so speaking of salty, I had an idea today. I assume it's been done before. Can you make bacon tacos? You mean like make the shell out of bacon? No, no, no. Like a regular taco, but like you just fry up some bacon and then like dice it up and use it instead of like your meat. Well, okay. Yes, so no one, no one can stop you. Just do okay, it. Okay, so um, no, this, that this that, is probably, that probably that no, probably and David can stop me. I'm not allowed to cook, specifically fry. Really? Uh, you pour one gallon of water on a grease fire, and suddenly oh. you're not allowed to fry. <laughs> Just a single gallon. Forgive All right, you know what? You, I mean, you I, can come over here and cook. I don't mind. That's only eight pounds of water. It's not that much. It's really bus, not. Bus must have very good home insurance. <laughs> or his house is made completely that's, of brick. That's actually. Or it's not his home. No, um, the the bacon taco thing could work. You'd have to basically build it like a BLT, so you'd have a little bit of bacon on the bottom, then lettuce and tomato. You'd need something other than sour cream for it, though. I'm thinking, like, uh, flavored mayonnaise. See, I'm thinking that the more flavors you put on it, the less you're going to taste bacon and just taste meat. Oh, okay, so, like, I'm not saying, like, put a ton of stuff on it, but you need to... You're going to need something to balance out the intensity of the bacon, 
And if you're going to add something anyway, go with a classic, you know, put a little tomato, a little lettuce on there. And I think like a uh, some kind of maybe peppered... This bacon's too intense. It's not me all off balance. Peppered mayonnaise. I've lost my bearings. <laughs> what, what is this about bacon being too intense? It's not I mean, a food I just eat bacon by itself? Well, yes, but in small quantities. And you need you a palate cleanser in between, you know. It's like a fine wine made of bacon. If you combine bacon what... with kegels, you get bagels. <laughs> <laughs> what wine pairs with bacon? <laughs> what wine Box. doesn't pair with bacon? <laughs> Box wine? Yeah. Whiskey. Okay. Whiskey. <laughs> Hang on, I've got some of that. Not for long. Uh, nope. Oh, boy. Podcasts, the final frontier. These are the Star Trek episodes of the podcast Superhero Time. Our continuing mission? Explore old episodes of Star Trek. Alienate even more listeners and boldly plow your mom where no one has come before. Superhero Time presents that one episode of Star Trek. With Chris. Hey, I just say the words that come out of my mouth. I don't know what any of them mean. Hey, Mickey. Oh, honey, let me tell you. Scott. Yeah, that's why she had to move away from Europe. <laughs> no. What's wrong with kissing your dead grandmother's <laughs> I did it, and I'm happy I did it. <laughs> And Fort Max. How many times have you been murdered by an evil moon witch? So what does everyone think of Discovery? Scott? You know, Mickey, you didn't even <laughs> tell us your story yet. What story? The story I've already told all day long on Twitter. Which apparently Scott has ignored because he hates you. I saw it. I just wanted to talk about it. That's all. Jesus Christ, I don't think man. Fort Max saw what happened today, though. I'm looking at... Oh, shit. Holy fuck. Oh, shit. Holy fuck. Okay, she's caught up. So, yes, Mickey, I'm, I'm very glad that you recovered from the plague just in time to lose a car. Yeah. Great. Well, I, I'm genuinely happy that neither of these events took your life, so... It's also great that I don't really know when I'm going to get paid for being sick. You know, if only you didn't have two other people in your household bringing in <laughs> income. Do you have if two? only I had two other people in the house bringing in. <laughs> Oof. This is the worst sitcom. <laughs> no, this actually sounds like the perfect sitcom. God almighty. Everybody hates Hey Mickey. <laughs> Not everybody, just, you know, life. Oh my god. Okay. They, they don't have to draw because he's my willing slave. Okay, well, as long as he earns his keep well, one way or the other. He does dishes and does D&D. <laughs> he pays for himself. Okay, all right, shit. I do, I'd, I'd, I'd let somebody take care of me. I mean, I when you describe it things. that way, though, it sounds more like David is a pet. And? Okay. <laughs> yeah. But I brush him every day, and I take him outside for walks. <laughs> On a leash. Okay, so, um, do you have any, um... <laughs> Do you have any 
inclination toward what you're going to get to replace the Scion. Um, whatever I can afford. Ah, so 1989 Subaru it is. <laughs> you know, Buzz probably knows where he can get a good deal on the VW Rabbit. <laughs> I should have kept it. I didn't know you needed a car. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have totaled my car if I knew you needed one. <laughs> this is why. This is why we should talk. No, I'm probably um, a nice running funny car. Uh, that Subaru I got only cost fifty six hundred dollars. That's not bad. No, it's not bad at all. How much work did it need? It needed none. I drove it. I, I drive it every day. Wow. Good deal. Yeah, it was on the lot. Well, it, thankfully, though, um, I don't have a pressing need to get a car. Because with my dad being retired, I can just borrow one of their cars until I get shit together. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, uh, who's playing music? Uh, David is playing Tales of Berseria. We can tell. Is it distracting? Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah, okay. I got, gotta say. Sorry. <laughs> All right, then. Hold on. <laughs> He's gonna go put Take David him. in the crate and put him in the other room. <laughs> <laughs> gotta put a muzzle on him. <laughs> and that's why Star Trek Discovery is awful. <laughs> Uh, your okay. timing was a little bit off, Scott. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, it was. Damn it. <laughs> Sorry, I just... No, I was I was distracted. I just found out I have a son, like, the other day. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, if you're telling me the truth. <laughs> I would not put this past you. Go on. Uh, his name is Trevor. <laughs> Oh my That's God. unfortunate. This is no, no, no. I know this is bullshit because no one would ever name a child Trevor. The <laughs> you, don't, you don't know who Russ has put his penis in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're surprised it has a name at all. Uh, apparently, I don't either because I don't even know who the mom is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's real. Oh, my God. He's, he's 19. <laughs> what? <laughs> Which which means uh, he was born when I was nineteen, apparently. Yeah, you were not having sex at nineteen. Don't give me this shit. I was too. <laughs> Ask your mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and by the way, Scott, you have a brother. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's been a crazy week. I've learned all kinds of things. So, is it magical, Trevor? I think just regular Trevor. Okay. Not a magician? Yeah. I, he's, I don't think he's a magician. So you have yeah. a strange son that could kick your ass is what I'm hearing. I never said he could kick my ass. He's 19. He could kick your ass. Don't be so sure. <laughs> Scott, do you remember what we were like at 19? Could we kick anybody's ass? You could probably yeah. kick some 40-year-old's yeah. ass. Yes, exactly. The 40-year-old versions of us ass we could. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you could take a few more blows, but you don't have the stamina. A few more blows, too. I'll have you know. <laughs> I've got but... the stamina for that. <laughs> okay, so so you don't know who the mom is, but Trevor exists and claims to be your son? I need details. 
I'm yeah, I'm, I'm looking up. I'm looking up details right now. <laughs> well, is like, he currently in Nigeria? <laughs> no, he's he's here. He's, like, he's in here. I got to do a podcast night, or I could look up details of my my supposed <laughs> son. I'll just do both. I'll multitask. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? What? <laughs> you know, just uh-huh. think if we wouldn't have had all those scheduling problems, um, we would never have got to find out about Bus's new son. Excuse yeah. me, that's Lord Taco. That's at Lord Taco. What Mickey? He's a hundred three degree fever. Was a scheduling problem. <laughs> oh my god! No, you just. Oh god! Oh god! Oops. All right. Yeah. So in the typey thing. Yeah, I'm gonna say that's that's definitely your son. Oh, he looks just like me. He does. He got the yeah. he does the same pose and everything. Mm-hmm. He's even wearing your overalls. Yeah, he's got he's he looks just like me. He dresses the same, everything. And he's probably getting having sex at nineteen, just like you were, apparently. Uh, apparently, yeah. Okay, I still don't still don't know who the mom is. Is it this chick next to him and his Twitter profile? <laughs> I... Let's see. What is going on here? <laughs> she, just, no, that's Shelly. That's Shelly. She's, she's not the mom. Is she your daughter? <laughs> I don't think so, but I mean, you know, at this point. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it could be anybody. I mean, I think we've could just. Be. Can't um can't Trevor tell you who the mom is? He doesn't know. <laughs> was he not there when he was born? <laughs> Were you? <laughs> yeah, I, I had a thing prior engagement. I kinda had to miss mine. Yeah. Yeah, when the egg hatched, I came out and there was nobody around. <laughs> yeah, do you do you, yeah, do you know who your mom is? Well, it's because platypuses don't raise their eggs, Scott. <laughs> there's, there's somebody who probably told you she's your mom, but how do you know? Oh, I know. You know. I do. How, how do you know? Because she told me on Twitter that she was my mom, and I just fucking believed her. <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous. Why would you believe that? That's a really good question. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I've got a picture, too. Oh, okay, good. We don't know what you look like. No, not of me, but, like, this will prove it. Prove it. Maybe I deleted it. Hang on. I got a new flavor of Oreos today. (laughs) (laughs) They're cookie-flavored. I I swear to God, if if you make a double-stuffed joke about David and Ben... (laughs) They're cookie-flavored Oreos. Oh, okay. What What kind of cookie? cookie? Yeah, what kind of cookie? Uh, Cookie butter. Cookie butter. Cookie butter. Yeah, so, like, so it's like two like white colored Oreos with cookie cream in between them. It seems a little lazy. Yeah. <laughs> it it just sounds like they're Oreos that they didn't bother adding the black food coloring to. Yeah, albino Oreos. <laughs> albino Rose. Albino Rose. 
They should make <laughs> Oreo flavored Oreos where the, the filling is actually another Oreo inside it. Yeah, cookies and cream, Oreo filling. Yeah. So not even that com- complex of grinding them up. It's just literally like an Oreo with like two sandwich pieces on each end. Oh, it's like a bread sandwich. Yeah. Okay. Can I send pictures here? No. Yeah, wait. Do it. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, there we go. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. <laughs> oh, for God's sakes. This is a twink that you're banging, though, isn't it? No. Lester, <laughs> <laughs> well, he didn't say daddy. He did say dad. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess that proves it. Total proof right there. Yeah, that's... Oh, boy. All right, so... He should scream father like Matt Berry. So the good thing is he's 19, so there's no, like, there's no child support checks, right? No, I escaped all that, so that's good. Yeah. 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 If, if a kid's going to show up, 19 is the perfect age for them to do it. That, that's why I'm okay with it. Yeah, Just especially in time for you to pay for college. Yeah, especially if they have hot friends. You know. uh, he's not going to college. Imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, for one, am shocked. He looked like he was a Harvard man himself. <laughs> he can't actually prove that I'm his dad, so that's good. <laughs> because you're definitely avoiding giving any genetic samples. Oh no, I, I give genetic samples. I mean, just ask your mom. <laughs> <laughs> all they gotta do is go to any like public restroom in the Chattanooga area, and they can that get all the samples they need. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Lord Taco turned out to be more like uh oh fuck. <laughs> I can't <remember> <laughs> like right. what? Like George Michael than we all thought. <laughs> Getting caught in public restrooms. Yeah. No, no, I was never caught. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> no, he just came and bragged about it. <laughs> He just came no and bragged about it. Mm-hmm. No one catches you doing crimes. No, <laughs> I'm never. I'm never on trial for my crimes. Yeah, and yet we constantly judge you. So figure that one out. <laughs> <laughs> judge all you want. <laughs> yeah, I got a son. What do you bitches got? <laughs> yeah, how's your son doing? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. How's your Ill- illegitimate child? <laughs> you you got me. I gotta say, you got me on this one. All right, he's not. That's not fair. He's pretty legit. <laughs> but is he too legit? He's too legit. Okay. Will he quit? Mm-mm. Okay. Just checking. No, he's too legit to quit. That's the thing. All right. Just making sure. Uh, remember when this podcast was about Star Trek? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do. That they would. That's what it was just called. Superhero time. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, that makes perfect sense. Right. Superhero time. All about Star Trek. Yes. And Pokemon. And sometimes the Muppet Show. And sometimes your mom. Uh... Always your mom. Everything revolves around your mom. So hey, Mickey. What? How was Star Trek Discovery? 
It was exactly what I expected. Is it what you wanted, though? Yes. Okay, so you're happy with it. XV has no interest. I didn't I... say I don't have an interest. I said I don't have an opinion. Well, it's it's a lateral move, really, from what I said. I was in the middle of watching it when you guys called, so... <laughs> Sorry. Do... Maybe like half? Yeah. So wait, you were watching Star Trek Discovery, you were trying to do a podcast, and you were trying to figure out if you had an illegitimate son all at the same time? <laughs> Jesus yeah, it's Christ. it's called multitasking. Yeah. <laughs> Look into it. You should try it sometime. Yeah. It's easier when you have help, like a son. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're right. That's a good point. Yeah, maybe he can help. <laughs> hey, uh, go watch this Star Trek show for me and let me know how it is. <laughs> and then mow the lawn. <laughs> yeah, please. And then drink for me. No, I can take care of that. Okay, but if you have somebody else drinking for you, you could drink twice as much in the same amount of time. That would How be a real time saver. Someone is drinking for me. <clears throat> There's got to be a better way. <laughs> There's got to be a better way. Speaking of which, hang on just a minute. <laughs> okay, so what you do, what you do is uh. you start a transfusion between you, and then you both start drinking. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most intimate thing you can do. <laughs> <clears throat> I had a bag of eye fluids. It was fun. Today? No, when I went to the hospital. Oh, okay. Yeah, the only thing I have really to comment on Star Trek Discovery at this point is I think they should have made the first two episodes TV premiere and then thereafter everything on streaming because like that's fairly self-contained and kind of an introduction to what the series is going to be going forward. I thought that's hey, what they sorry did. about that. I'm back. This is Lord Taco at Lord Taco on Twitter. <laughs> Bubba Booey, Bubba Booey, Bubba Booey. No, they just they did the first hour as a TV premiere, and then the second episode was released immediately on All Access. Oh, uh, so they didn't do the first two episodes; they used the first episode. Yeah. On yeah. Oh, that's and since lame. it was a two-parter, it really would have made more sense to. It's a two-parter that was specifically like you know the setup semi prequel to what the series is, the prologue. Yeah. Hang yeah. on, it's a two-parter? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, not an amateur log. You know what? Maybe also would have, maybe would have made more sense to have the whole thing on TV. That's just crazy talk. They couldn't charge $6 a month for commercials then. Here we go. Can we just all just pretend, like, you know, paying $10 or $6 to watch a new Star Trek show isn't the end of the world? Well, it, it wouldn't be if there was something else on that service that I would be interested in watching. Exactly. It's cheaper than buying a DVD copy of it. For instance, if it was on Hulu, that would be a better value proposition. Yep. It's I've a better got... value proposition than getting a value meal at Wendy's. Great, now I'm hungry. It's on my it's on my Plex server if you guys want to watch it. Yeah, let me connect right up to that. <laughs> <clears throat> you should. Plex is amazing. It's pretty good, yeah. You know, I have never got it to work exactly how I wanted it to. I've always kind of tried it out it... and then moved away from it. Get a PS4, well, and it'll work great. Yeah. I do I do need to get a new, like, console, but yes. CBS All Access works on the PS4 as well. It works on the Apple TV. Not so much on the Xbox 360, though. God fucking damn it. Um, if you get a Plex account, I can just share my library with you, and you can, you can just stream it. 
Oh, I know. I know. And I might I might acquire it after this. I don't know. I've, I signed up for CBS so I could watch the whole thing, but I'm still in the free trial, so I may cancel. I don't know. All right. It, it didn't grab me. It didn't. I have got to say, Discovery, it didn't grab me. It's okay. It didn't grab me because it's not the Star Trek I'm used to. That said, that said, if they're doing here's a story, here's a thing that happened in the Star Trek universe, and here's the story of that thing that happened, I'm totally okay with that. Because if but this we, is how hmm? we know they're doing that, they've said they're doing that. Well, but the thing is that they have multiple seasons, or they, I, 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 I want to see the rest of it. I got to see the rest of it. And you will? I mean, well, I hope, I hope so. So that that's my only thing. If they if they make a point going, hey, this is a story about this thing that happened this particular period. They kind of time, did. I they know. already did. Okay. Yeah. Right. We know why aren't they? Be... Why aren't they doing the thing that they did? <laughs> it's only been two uh, episodes. <laughs> clue me in on the on the timeline. Where does this fit in with like nine years before the beginning of the original series? Nine years before. Yep. yep. Now, how many okay. years before the cage is this? Probably like five. Yeah, five or six, yeah. Now, another thing I, I didn't like, and I like the Shinzao, I like the design of that ship, that was fine. The other like ships are just kind of ugly and nondescript and just kind of... Ah, counterpoint. Okay. Here's what I like about it. Okay, go back to the Enterprise. Yeah. Which one? Enterprise. Enterprise, Enterprise. Okay. Archer Enterprise. Right, right. It's a fairly brutal, heavy, ugly-looking ship. Oh, yeah, sure. This show's... A design sensibility that's progressed down that way, where they've gotten bigger and tougher, but they haven't really refined the technology to the point where they can start making them sleeker and sexier, like the Connie first was. Right, right. And I'm okay with that, too, because the Connie, should, you know, because it was that 60s high-tech, everything was hidden behind gray smoothness. You know, that's how something looked high-tech back then. Well, but so. I also like that because it makes the, the Constitution class a <clears throat> leap forward technologically, just like the Galaxy class was a leap forward from the Constitution. Right. But my, my, or the my, Excelsior, more appropriately. Well, yeah. Yeah. So my, my issue is, isn't actually like the material, the outside, or the little greeblies or the little details. That's not the issue. The issue is was with the proportions and how they're put together. They just look like these just blocks and, and just, just like – the, the the proportions aren't there or something. They're not put together right. I don't know. They just look so random. A lot of them look like uh, what's the <clears> fucking <throat> ship from Star Trek Online? Your starter ship? Oh, the Miranda class. But the the alternate the, the Centauros. Yeah, the, the yeah the Centaur class. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, they did. It had very all those ships had very much an STO uh, look to them. There's no doubt about yeah. that. Which was, again, fine. I just they just didn't strike me. I didn't go. Oh wow, those are great looking Star Trek ships. You know, oh wow, yeah. I, I was just like, Ugh. they just didn't, they didn't grab me that way. But so, okay, what about okay, all right, what about her like arguing the computer to death? What the fuck? I had no problem with that. Uh, all right. I mean, she's psychologically Vulcan. That's just kind of you know. Oh, her being, yeah, her being raised on Vulcan stuff. I think it was fucking. Oh yeah, by the way, spoilers by the way. Um, Who cares? For yeah, exactly. No one's listening to this anyway. <laughs> not anymore. <clears throat> well, I can imagine you're I'm not listening. even recording at this point, so it's fine. I'm sorry, did you say you thought I wasn't recording? <laughs> when have you ever known that to be true? Oh, as long as you're not recording. <laughs> okay, so can anyone explain to me why her name is Michael? No. Okay. Wait, that kept is it confusing. Michael? I thought that they were saying, like, Micah. No, no it's, Michael. A, it's actually Michael. <clears throat> like, it's Michael? Yeah. Straight up Michael. Just M I C H A E L. 
and like nobody seems to have addressed the the elephant in the room about that. It's like what? Okay, now how long ago would it would someone have named Ashley definitely been a uh, definitely not been a girl? Well, see, I don't know. I mean, yeah, but there's definitely names that go both ways like that. But like, I've never heard of Michael being used as a girl name. It's it's a strange idea to me. I'm not. Opposed to 200 it. years. Well, I don't think 200 years ago there were any girls named Ashley. True. I mean, you know, things go change in the future, but right now well, in it's the 21st not a strong century, female name like Ishara. <laughs> <laughs> not I'm yet. saying from a narrative perspective, it's a little strange. I mean, I'm, I'm cool with it, but it's like, huh, okay, why'd you do that? <laughs> what, things what, change after 200 years? Well, we don't know that they do. Well, when did she, you know, come into the care of the Vulcans? Did they, you know, try to give her a human name and just not quite get it? <laughs> What's a human name? I only know one, Michael. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They just put it in Google and just took the first result. What's the most popular human name this year? Yeah. What is a human name? I'm feeling lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it could be worse. Her name? No, no, no. Now, what would the uh, what would the uh, Vulcan version of Google have instead of "I'm feeling lucky"? Well, it wouldn't be feeling for one thing. The most logical answer. Yeah, (laughs) but at least her name wasn't connectivity issues. (laughs) (laughs) Your network error issues. Yeah. Well, what kind of name is Majel, really? That's a very fair point. It's like a small wizard. Not a mage, it's just a little Majel. It's just a Majel. Yeah. I love hearing the, the Star Trek noises on the bridge. Mm-hmm. It's oh, so yes. relaxing. All right, but, so oh, I'm home. Now, that's one thing that I did like the show <clears throat> that I think they did just perfectly fine was all the technology, the uh, the sound effects, all that stuff was there. It sounded right. The op- Watching the opening, it, that looked like a Garo version of a Star Trek opening. Well, okay, so basically I think what this looked – the opening looked and sounded like if Star Trek tried to rip off a Marvel Netflix show opening. You know, yeah. I was actually going to say, like, a, a medical drama. It reminded me of, like, House or something. Well, basically, it's a very modern opening. Yeah. Yes. It's going to okay be that. It's nice. Know, it's it's going to be dated in, like, five or six years, though. Yeah. It like, is. like, the original Star Trek. But so is everything else, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, bro. the only Star Trek opening that I think really holds up solidly is Next Generation or Deep Space Nine. Yeah. Well, in Voyager, I mean, it's got the the flyover and the flybys and stuff. That's yeah, what but you Voyager's want. effects don't hold up. Yeah, really? <clears throat> oh, the fact that they were ordering a planet that was like a mile wide or something. Cause <laughs> no, that, no, but I mean, but just because and like that, and like that. Uh, oh, the ship is completely missing the textures in some areas. Yes, that. Oh. Yeah, really? it's oh. uh, and the ship's off model in some scenes. The um, oh, the practical effects used for Next Generation and Deep Space Nine at that point will work forever, basically. Although, let's look at the Next Generation opening of just a bunch of shots of the ship running at the screen over and over again, and then nothing but stars for the rest of it. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's not great. It's not <laughs> great, but it's not something that like ages out of style because it was never trying to be in style. 
See, I, I don't think the Discovery thing is going to age out of style. I mean, it's just going to be what it is. It's it's nice, it's attractive, it's elegant. And it does have the actual theme in it. Yes. Which I like. The only quarrel I have with the technology as displayed was the um, the holographic displays everywhere. Well, that's just a sacrifice we have to make, because right now our kitchen is more advanced than the bridge of the 60s. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, no <laughs> it's just through. like... It's the only part, really, of the visual presentation I that I think is, is like... <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, yeah, your refrigerator is a Faraday cage. <laughs> That's the only part of the visual presentation that I think is, like, hopelessly anachronistic to the continuity. Unless it was, like, being projected out of those tiny little uh, uh, monitors on those... Uh, little... Stant little gooseneck things. Oh, All we have to do is get George Lucas <clears throat> to go back and make a special edition of the original series. Oh, okay. And digitally alter all the sets to look like this. Mm-hmm. So, actually, actually, my theory is is that the bridge of the original Enterprise with Kirk and all of them, it was actually just a holodeck, and none of those consoles were real. <laughs> it was all just being projected as holograms. So, fuck all y'all. <laughs> okay, so, slight spoilers here for Russ. Uh, the one issue I have with all the hologram stuff is when they're having a conversation with a hologram. It's at Lord Taco on Twitter. (laughs) Yes. When they're having a conversation with a particular hologram later on in the second episode, and that hologram then sits down on the desk. Right. (laughs) What? 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 That happened to the first episode, too. Yeah, it was like, wait a minute. How does that work exactly? Yeah. Well, so like he's sitting in a... He's sitting on something in his local environment, and the computer is just processing that and putting him in an appropriate place in the room where he's being projected. Okay, sure. I mean that's we'll that makes that. it that makes as much reasonable sense as anything else in Star Trek. That makes sense to me. I mean, it would would look weird if he was just sitting in thin air. Actually, I would like to see that, to be completely yeah. honest with you. But um, the other thing, the other use of the holographic communications I liked was in the second episode when uh, the Admiral was projected on the bridge. And from there, he's calling from his bridge over to the other ship. Yeah, that was But he's still cool. projected on the bridge. That was, like That's a really cool way to set up that sequence without introducing another environment to be shot. Yeah. Like, I actually kind of appreciated that on a few levels. Speaking of appreciating things, let's all appreciate Doug Jones for being genuinely fucking amazing in whatever he's in. Was he the alien? Dick Jones? Yes. Yes, not Dick Jones. Doug Jones. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Doug Jones was amazing. He, yeah, fantastic. Doug Jones was a science officer? Yeah, Yeah, ate ate that character. Just absolutely just ate it alive. Yeah, really strong presence. Yep. He's Abe Sapien, right? Oh, yes. Yeah, he fucking. Also, he was the gentleman in Buffy. Hmm. Uh, and a dozen other freaky-looking skinny things. Well, everybody's what? got a type. And he's more <laughs> horrifying with that makeup on. He's one of those human beings, like, you know the guy who plays Lurch in the Adams Family movies? Yeah, he just looks that way. They're just naturally, like, ugh, ugh. Oh, yeah. like, um, uh, like Dr. Ugh. Pulaski. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And I love Michelle Yeoh. Oh, yeah, yeah. She really classes up the joint, that's for sure. Yeah, honestly, I would be completely happy, I think, with, um, like, a full season series that just follows the 
like random misadventures of the Shenzhou crew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nope. Because <laughs> <laughs> they got a solid bridge crew together for that. They were enjoyable to watch. My only problem is just that, and I think it's just a symptom of the very different format from the previous Star Trek series, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like watching Star Trek because it's so, like, devoted to the one story it's going to tell. It adjusts the pacing and everything to where it doesn't really read the same way as what I'm expecting or used to. I'm okay with that because I'm excited to see something different being done with it. Rather yeah, than... I'm not saying that's something I hate. It's just, you yeah. know... It, it's kind of the thing that sticks with me. In some ways, it feels like, okay, I'm watching a sci-fi story using Star Trek names and, like, setting information. Okay, I'm... so how about how about this? How about <clears throat> the Klingons? That's just what Klingons look like. They aren't a sect. They aren't ancient. They aren't different. Those are just Klingons now. Well, I mean, that, that does appear to be the case from all indications I'm fine with that. in these episodes. <laughs> I, well, I have zero problem. The only problem I have is that the makeup they're using, the mouthpieces, appear to be muffling the dialogue a little bit. Everyone sounds like a little muted. I, I think it's the teeth, actually. Yeah. This, the, yeah. That, I'm like, not... But, I mean, as far as changing <clears throat> how they look, I mean, I actually really like the fact that they've gotten rid of human ears on them. Yeah. Um, that's a smart, nice move that shows budget that they didn't have to make something look alien before. The other thing I have to say, I'm really uh, impressed. I mean, I'm genuinely impressed... Klingon language. They all spoke Klingon when they should have spoke Klingon. Well, yeah, and, and like late in the you know prior series runs and a lot through Enterprise, the Klingon was just like gibberish using the established vocabulary. Mm. Um, but like this seemed to have structured phrases. Like somebody was actually paying attention to the Klingon dialogue, not just throwing out words that sound Klingon. <clears throat> Oh, I'm sure they bought the actual language book and were following the actual <laughs> language. No, because there is an actual language. Some I, linguist I made it. I know. So okay, all right, just checking, just checking. And also, yeah, the Klingons, I think we all know that. Thank you, Scott. Uh, just just um, <laughs> Let's appreciate how much richer <clears throat> and less cheap everything about them feels. The new yes. costumes look like real warrior honor shit rather than cheap plastic vinyl that kind of looks like scales on them. I mean... I miss the fur, though. Furry sleeves. Their culture kinda... feels so much more solid and real in Discovery. Uh, more nuanced and less ham-fisted honor and glory. It, it feels like there's more going on to it to me. Well, there's definitely more potential here, I'd say. And as for the way the Klingons look, like, I feel like if they had TNG-style hair as part of the makeup process, no one would think they look all that radically different from Klingons we're used to. Like, some of the yeah. features are exaggerated, but it's mostly just the, the being completely bald that makes them look significantly and the different. And black skin. Oh, skin color is skin color, I mean... Yeah, I'm okay with that. They can, they've changed. They're supposed to be darker complected anyway, so that's fine. I mean, fine. we have but an yeah, albino I, Klingon now. That's kind of interesting. That yeah. Is, yeah. I just wonder, though, like, in every media that is, like, my favorite media, albinos are always the bad guys. Like in, well, it's like, because the they're so unusual and unnatural and shifty. They're usually left-handed, too. <laughs> oh, well, fuck Hey, them. wait a minute. What, what's the... What's wrong with left-handed? Uh, apparently, Worf mentioned an albino Klingon in history in DS9 at one point as well. 
That's cool. Also, uh, boss, what's wrong with being left-handed is that if you're not right, you're wrong. <laughs> All right, that's Lord Taco. It's at Lord Taco on Twitter. <laughs> 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 uh, that's certainly not already old. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I will definitely praise Discovery for the like the high level of its production values. You know, it it looks like movie grade Star Trek stuff. Mm-hmm. And and I will agree that that they care. They made whoever did this. They made it. They cared about Star Trek. I will give them that. And that that worry is gone for me. It's not like oh fuck Star Trek. We're gonna do our own thing. They didn't JJ it. They they put effort into it. They even made. Well, they did weaponize lens flare. Well, they did, but I'm whatever. It's okay. <laughs> now I even like how they call that like the the lateral transporters with the big dishes on the walls. It's like, oh, this is an older technology. They actually lampshade it, which I like. I like the fact that they point it. It gives some depth and history and some realness to the universe. Yep, sorry, the Shinzo's an older ship. We haven't upgraded our, our transporter system yet. That's cool. I like that stuff. Good for you. I really, I really <laughs> like uh, Barnum's character arc, so so to speak, in the trailer or the the, the pre whatever yeah. uh, prologue. Sure. Um, of you can you can see how she's been trained to think like a Vulcan, and the way she speaks, and as you, but she's reclaimed her humanity. Yeah, it, whereas with like uh, Spock, it was always a conflict. It was always like, oh, oh, we caught you being human. He's like, fuck you, no, I wasn't. With her, it's <laughs> like, hey, hey, I caught you being human. She's like, yeah, because I'm human. <laughs> yeah, she's like I can be I can be logical and I can be a human. There is no conflict within me. I'm perfectly happy who I am. I think that's awesome. That's a neat take on it. Yeah, she's of two worlds and it's fine. <laughs> also, the one thing I was thinking watching the first of these two episodes was that the way she plays the Vulcan psychology, it just made me think, boy, we could have had this so much better on Enterprise than we did. Yeah, yeah let's um, let's compare these first two episodes with the first two episodes of Enterprise. Uh, do we have to? Well, I mean, Discovery didn't have a flock, so that's definitely points against it right there. And there was no, there was no puppy. I'm okay with no puppy. And Discovery is a lot better than Enterprise. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's not going to take three seasons for for Discovery to be good or entertaining or or add to Star Trek. Season three is when Enterprise completely fucking tanked for me. Yep. Really? Really? That's when it got interesting to me. Three and four, they were really good. I made about three or four episodes into season three, and I could not take any more. And I actually Uh switched back over to DS9. Wow. Okay. All right. I mean, I was starting to get in towards the end of season two. I was like, okay, some of these episodes are bad, but some of these are watchable. It's okay. Season two is when it felt most like the spirit of a Star Trek show. Mm. Um, And then season three, they retooled the concept considerably because it still wasn't working in the ratings. Season So they retooled it to remove anything interesting at all going on. It had to be droning and quiet and gray and nothing happened. Season four, in its way, started to try to lean back, but it was way too late by then. 
That that's true. Yeah, four kind of pulled that back and started going in a new direction. I really wanted a season five. That season five would have been just amazing, but because it finally hey, hit the balance. Of season four. Have Have you seen season four, episode six of Star Trek: The Next Generation? Hey, this is not, Lord Taco. Not Adam. now, <laughs> boss. <laughs> boss, stop trying to talk about Star Trek. We're talking about Star Trek. Yeah. <laughs> oh, excuse me, but that's actually Lord Taco. It's Lord Taco on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> If you're on Snapchat, how are you old enough to be drinking? Ooh. That's a big word for someone your age. Uh. I, I've been on Snapchat for a long time. What's your What's your Snapchat score? Oh, Jesus. They score it? Yeah, what's your score? Uh, cool people four. don't pay attention to their score. That's why I'm not paying attention. I'm just, that's why I'm asking you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you can't beat that logic. <laughs> so, are we talking about Star Trek or Star Trek right now? I think we're talking about Snapchat. Uh, there were so many. Uh, there, okay, there were lots of things with Discovery that were good. Uh, the for, use of force fields I thought was awesome. That was very kind of <gasps> Voyager-ish. I get you're calling it awesome. Well, it's the fact that like the the, the force fields were basically keeping the ship together, which I thought was kind of cool. That's what they're there for. That's what they've I'm been not... there for since Next Generation, even though they couldn't show it. Yeah, but I'm saying we got to see it, and it was really cool seeing it. That's they what showed I'm it Nemesis. That didn't happen. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, one thing I like though is that uh, when you know a bulkhead blows out and there's a force field there, it doesn't feel safe like it usually does when they show that. Mm. It yeah. was like, oh shit, we're still gonna die. That's not gonna last. Well, I like how it like decompresses the room for like two seconds before the force field goes. Oh yeah, shit, I need to turn on. <laughs> Just enough to make everyone's ears pop. It's like, oh, oh okay, it's fine. Almost like those. Uh, how it. Takes a little while for those like goopy bubblegum thingies in uh, Gundam to uh, hatch the holes in a ship. Well, that's because they have to float over. I mean, a force field should be a little bit faster. And be manually but... released. But I think the force fields in Star Trek are like context sensitive, so they have to give it a second to realize: okay, is this a, is this a decompression that they want to happen, or should I stop this? Let's run some ethical subroutines. <laughs> It's the same way the Universal yeah. Translator works. Is it in the holodeck? Let him die. <laughs> <laughs> we we told everybody in Starfleet we'll put safety protocols in there. We didn't. You know, also, Orville is happening. I really enjoy Orville, too. It's... It's going to turn into Seth MacFarlane. Uh, this is... Spending way too long on a, a single joke, uh, quote unquote comedy, isn't it? Well, the first two episodes were a little too too jokey for me. The third episode actually got good. The third episode was actually had a little bit of drama and like a concept behind it. So, if it, if it's a good mix between the the drama and the comedy, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with. It. I'll watch it. Where I'm at right now with this, I don't think it's terribly funny. There's been a few things that have made me laugh. Um, I don't think it's terribly interesting. But I do find it pleasant to watch. It's kind of just it's candy. It's nice. It's not even yeah. like, you know, like candy, like ah, nom 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 nom. It's like, yeah, this is like kind of like, you can just put it's it like on a original and be just you know be happy watching it for a while. But it's still kind of weightless. 
Yeah, I, I think give it some time. If they're willing on the third episode to like take on like transgender cultural things, holy cow. Um, Seth MacFarlane I mean, is the last person I want touching that. Seth MacFarlane well, is the last person I want touching a lot of things, though. <laughs> I don't know. I let him touch a few things. As long as he didn't, just as long as he didn't write anything. <laughs> yeah, he's not unattractive, I guess. I mean... I, I watched the first episode of Orville, and like I can tell, there's a lot of care for the genre. Mm-hmm. Um, as to whether I, I haven't will, watched it yet, as to whether I will find any depth in it to continue to watch it remains to be seen. Well, at least at least watch the current episodes that are out. I mean, it, that, like I said, the third one is is very different than the other ones. There's still humor in it, but it's 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 actually entertaining. It's like, oh, well, that's worth talking about. It's it's a good topic. The most like uh, you know my thoughts on it based on the previews that I thought it was like complete dog shit. Right, right. It's not dog shit. It's it's okay. I don't hate it. I certainly don't love it. But I mean, I mean, look on the bright side. No matter what you feel about it, it's on Fox. You know, it's never going to make it to the end of a second season. So, except yeah. it's a Seth MacFarlane show, and they never cancel those. Well, oh, the, they do. Yeah, they ones. do. Yeah, they do. <laughs> now, yeah, I mean, the thing is, it'll get really popular, and he'll actually hit his stride. And as soon as the show hits its stride, that's when they'll cancel it. Because he's we'll a live like, action show, which means it's more expensive to produce episode to episode. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get to season three, and it'll be awesome. Like, man, that's the, that episode was fantastic. It's finally hit what it's supposed to be. It hit that and then they balance. won't air, And then they won't even hair, air half of it, because it keeps getting uh, delayed by football. Right. <laughs> no, when it gets to season three, they'll retool it and be all about a Cold War. <laughs> yeah, I doubt that'll happen. You just have to have faith. Of the heart. Damn it! <laughs> Have you guys seen Star Trek though? I I did I see I've seen a Star Trek. You've seen a Star Trek? I have seen a Star Trek. Okay. I saw the Star Trek. I have seen what my I have seen what my grandma would call Star Trek. Star Trek. Star yeah. Trek. Is there yes. people run through space? <laughs> like a spinoff of Star Search. <laughs> like a <laughs> I, that, That's what my grandma always. Uh, always called it by. <laughs> okay, but what road did you go up to Tulsa on <laughs> to hear her call it that? Seventy-five, sixty-nine. Nice. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> so, meanwhile, on Star Trek: The Next Generation, we meet Tasha, yours, uh, very, very lesbian sister. She's like, can't judge her just on her haircut alone. Look, okay. No matter how dikey it might be. Not just just the haircut. (laughs) No, it's also the leather jacket and pants, right? Yeah. (laughs) Full disclosure. Full disclosure, I had the hugest crush on this character when I was a kid. Oh my god, I thought she was the hottest thing ever. Oh man, she I I have the hugest crush on her today. (laughs) Well, yeah, that too. Yeah, I, I, mean, did I was. You see, did you see that outfit she was wearing, like when she when she was on the bridge? I saw it was well, underneath. Crushing on too, you know, the broad shoulders and square jaw. Yeah. <laughs> Even Worf was checking her out, and that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I'd bite her cheek. 
All right, so we're doing this. Who's driving this garbage scow? I think you just volunteered. God damn it. Sounds like Scott's <laughs> doing it. Fuck. Great. You're going to make me drive when bus is on? Yes, I'm going to make you drive the bus. Well, let's see. Mickey's for a, well, let's see. Mickey crashed his car. Yeah, he can't drive. Bus is drunk. (laughs) No, I'm not drunk. I'm drinking. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Drunk implies a past tense condition. Transitive verb, you assholes. (laughs) But it's also not bus. It's it's Lord Taco. That's at Lord Taco on Twitter. (laughs) Okay, Paladin. I'm just afraid if you don't call me by my name, people aren't going to know how to look me up. <laughs> like, illegitimate children will never be able to find you. <laughs> exactly. <sighs> I'm doing it for the children. Yeah, that's what sex is for. <laughs> and that's the only reason you have it. That's the only right. reason. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm doing it all for my baby. <laughs> I didn't realize so many of you were Catholic. Yeah, well... You learn a lot on these podcasts. Yeah. Not really. All right. So there's a spaceship and it's flying through space. This is a season four episode something or something. I don't it's even... episode six. Legacy. 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 And and, and even some thiacy and some breastacy and wastacy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so getting this shit show on the road and they're playing later. poker. And Data but and I heard they know her. are kicking everyone's ass. <laughs> and so Riker decides since he can't beat Data, he's going to trick him with magic. How does that work out? <laughs> it works great. <laughs> okay, yeah, so they're playing poker, and uh, yeah, Riker is apparently very good at poker. So he tries to... Does he try to bluff Data and it doesn't work? Is that what happens? No, he tries to read Data's bluff. Oh, that's right. Imagine yeah, how well that bluff. goes. Right, right. So, yeah, Riker does this thing like, oh, pick a card, any card, and he puts it back in the deck, shuffles it, and then has Data split the deck like six times and then finds his card, which Data looks amazed for a second and then goes, oh, no, I know exactly how you did it. Then he just spoils the whole joke. Thanks, Data. And I believe that under these terms, this is mine. (laughs) It's really not a good magic trick, though. Like, you don't have to be Data to, like, see through it. Yeah, and also uh, Riker won the trick because uh, he got Data's card right. Well, he did. He he successfully did the trick, but Data still got the uh, chips, though. So <laughs> yeah, but Data shouldn't have got the chips because Riker performed the trick successfully. It wasn't about tricking Data; it was about performing the trick. No, no, I, I agree with you. I'm just saying. <laughs> Apparently, that's not their 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 house rules. I don't know, man. Yeah, I think the goal actually was to deceive Data to confuse him. And since he failed at that... No, he said he would pick his card, and not only that, but Data would help him. Yeah, Data did. He got the card. So, yeah, I mean, he technically, Riker should have won. Oh, well. No, I mean, okay, Data so... saw right through it, though. He didn't really... I, I mean, we have already spent over an hour not talking about this episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so how's so... that different from any other week? Let's let's push through this if we can. <laughs> so apparently uh, there's a freighter that has been damaged that's in orbit around Turkana 4, which dun-dun-dun. It's a completely rape failed colony. Yeah. Uh, it is a completely failed colony. There's there's actually rape gangs down there. Yeah, there is. I don't know if you guys have heard of that. <laughs> you know, Tasha came from Turkana 4. Hang on, what? 
Wait, you're, you're telling me Tasha Yar, the chief of security on the Enterprise, like, three years ago, came from a completely failed colony? That's true, and there were rape gangs. Wow. On, on a four. I, 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 wait, so I, she was from a colony away. that was completely failed? Right. There were it, rape gangs? It wasn't gangs? successful at all. Can you imagine like, how tough gangs? she was? What's the level of success of this colony that she's from? Zero. I'd say completely not succeeded. That is completely failed, in my opinion. <laughs> All right, so the freighter is trying to like, hey guys, we're about to blow up. Could you guys hurry it up a little bit? So Picard's like, uh, 9.4, 9.5, 9.6, go faster, go faster. Step uh, on it, boys. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so they get to the system, get around the planet, and they watch the fucking ship blow up from the main view screen. I love that. <laughs> They arrived just in time to watch everybody die in front of them. Yep. At least they didn't miss the show. Yeah. So, but they did apparently get in the escape pod. So they just kind of C-3PO and R2-D2 down to the planet. That seems like a bad idea. I understand this colony uh, has some problems. Yeah, and it's funny that, that the freighter, for some reason, of an entire planet was directly over the colony on this world. Can we talk about Star Wars after we talk about Star Trek? Because I have I have a few things to talk about. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah, they're like, oh, this sucks. That planet sucks. Let's get an away team. All right, Worf, you're coming with me. Let's go down and get our peoples. <clears throat> yeah. So I love this. Like, is we're and of course Worf suggests against having uh, Doctor Crusher go down. And of course, he know he's missing. I'm never against Doctor Crusher going down. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, denied. Okay, so I, I on that point, if you notice in this entire episode, every single thing Worf says, people tell him no. They literally, no matter what he says, they say. How's that no. different from usual? Yeah, no, it's, Worf. Not, it's not just this episode. No, no, well, no, I'm just saying that it happens in every other episode at least once. This time it happens like six times. Everything. He's like, you guys want a good ice cream? No, gross. Ice cream is gross. Like, you've never said that before. It's just now I'm the one offering it. So now you don't want it? Ew, no, we've never liked ice cream. Uh, you know, it's just that kind of thing. I like that Worf actually mentions the rape gangs. Yes. He's familiar with the fact that this colony has completely failed. And he doesn't want Crusher to get raped. Mm-hmm. By a gang. He knows that there's rape gangs. Yeah. And Crusher's response is, you can't rape the willing. I'm going down there. <laughs> right. Do you know how long it's been since my husband died, since Picard killed him? It's been 10, 15 years at least. And I haven't even met my grandmother's dead boyfriend yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love how this 115 pound soaking wet medical officer's like, I can handle myself. She has a phaser. Really? really? Yeah. Their doctor comes, beams down, phaser extended. Do no harm. Zap. <laughs> I yeah. wish she would have been carrying a phaser rifle. <laughs> I love how she gets in a cowboy riding stance, though, and they all get down. They all, like, spread their legs and get all hunkered down. Oh, Your man. Your gets hunkered down. She was the, hoping, uh... you know, a gang would be nearby. <laughs> Oh, so they beam down into Blade well, Runner. Is she on in a uh, completely failed? <laughs> is she from a completely failed colony, or is she on a completely failed colony? Because not yet, but she will be. 
All right. So Ridley Scott's completely failed colony. So yeah, yeah, not completely failed just yet. Uh, yes, they they beam down into Ridley Scott's completely failed colony, and they look like a bunch of idiots running around in in jumpsuits and pajamas. Everyone else is wearing pants and shirts and getting work done. And the guy's like, "Oh, excuse me, sir. I let me get my work done." And I'm like, "Well, that's weird." So they come around the corner, and then there's a group of like ET glowy chested idiots pointing guns at them. They just came from a rave. Those are their glow sticks. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> it was a completely failed rave, though. <laughs> they were rave, they were rave gangs. gangs. <laughs> they were rave gangs. Uh, so they trot off carrying a box of something, which they said to follow them. So they go back to their leader uh, of the of the coalition, I think it was called. Uh, what they stole was a case of synthahol. Synthahol. Okay, now their leader, his shirt color perplexes me because I don't know what the hell is holding up his shirt. <laughs> Because the nickel is so broad, I assume it's like a tube top or something. <laughs> well, yeah, it's off the shoulder. His shoulders are bare, you know, because that's the style. Is this like some, some like Debbie it's Gibson a completely mall failed look? shirt? <laughs> <It's a> completely... <laughs> All right. So the the crew, the Enterprise crew, is like, hey, weird looking, scruffy, kind of violent and intimidating guy, but not really. Um, and we Polo. Wait... <laughs> yeah, we need to. <laughs> We need to find our people. It's like, sure, if you give me a bunch of phasers, we can work together. It's like, oh, you're not legitimate. We're not doing that. That's like a ransom. Oh, God. And then, what I like about this is we get to see the Star Trek who completely out of their element and trying to be all high and mighty to, like, these people. Who don't give a shit. Who do not give a shit about what the hell their, like, ideals are, their colored little jumpsuits. So, yeah, basically they have these proximity implants in their body. They can't get too close to the enemy territory or they start blipping, and then the other the enemies know that they're there. So that's the only thing that keeps this whole place from going into fallout war is that they always know when they're being trespassed upon. So basically they just spend their time pranking each other. Yeah, it's like stealing their... So laser tag. Like stealing <laughs> synthahol. And the fact that these were, like, apparently put in by the uh, previously failed government. Well, right. I think we know why they failed. How failed was it, though? Completely. Completely. <laughs> Completely failed? Okay, that's what I thought. They eventually so, developed rape gangs. As you do, you develop them. They don't just happen naturally. You have to cultivate them. Yeah. yeah. I mean, no, you first you have to have a completely them. failed yeah. colony, and you then you sure... have rape gangs. Right. You have, yeah, to you, for... you have to develop them. You start in the red light district. Because if they're, if, they're if they're consenting, it just doesn't work. There's no such yeah. thing as consenting gangs. <laughs> You have to devote enough resources to it, but if you don't put more resources into developing your rape gangs, you're not developing other things like power. Right. Or libraries. Right. Or a colony that isn't completely failed. Right. So they start. And nobody oh. wants that. No, because they bring up Tasha, and they're like, oh, yeah, we, I knew Tasha. What happened to her? Oh, she died. Yeah, it was senseless and it sucked. Oh, okay. Well, that sucks for her. Anyway. How about them guns? Yeah, they have this whole conversation about, about you know, we guns. heard your planet was a pile of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, it's... yeah, dude, totally, it was, but it got better. Yeah, because <laughs> basically everyone died except for these two camps, and we happen to have the implants. So, yeah, it's kind of melted down to this level. <laughs> uh, That's so how you know I... it's completely failed. My, my favorite thing is the guy goes, here, give this bottle of synthahol to your captain as a token of my esteem. <laughs> <laughs> and then 
like, see, Picard's got it, and he opens his sniff, and like, oh, look at this. It's like, it's Simphahol. <laughs> you can just replicate it. It's not even real. I just like, I like the image of Riker beaming up to the ship with the bottle tucked under his arm. Yeah. yeah. Like he's going to a dinner party. <laughs> you should have. What is this? Oh, it's not. I just picked it up on the way here. Don't worry about it. Now, honestly, when Picard took a sniff of it, I thought for just a split second he was going to put his lips and take a swig. You can really smell the rape. <laughs> yeah, you can really taste the rapeseed in this. Mm. Aside from that, it's a completely failed bottle. They make their wine from fermented rapes. Oh God! Hey, what, speaking of uh, Mickey, what was that thing you posted today that was like a uh, scent of anus? Anise. Oh yeah, anise. Can you explain that? No, I can't. What's the top about it? It's, it smells like something that's it's brown, it's star shaped, and has a very distinctive smell. What's not to get about this? Yeah, it's, it's anise. Extractive anus. Yes, anise. Where did you Where did you find this? At Walmart. At Walmart? Yeah. That sounds like a completely failed store. <laughs> this is how I know I fell into the alternate dimension at this point right now. <laughs> well, what is this Walmart? It's a portmanteau of Walmart Neighborhood Market. Oh, dear. Is it schmancy? It is. Oh, is it is completely it... failed? It's a lot nicer than Food City. That's well, not that's a far not leap. Yeah. Is it nicer than Bilo? Uh, Bilo downgraded into Food City. Holy shit. <laughs> I've, been, I've been in nicer Conicos than I've been in Food Cities. <laughs> is it nicer than Food Lion? Uh, yes, it is nicer than Food Lion. What about Piggly Wiggly? Hey, I shop at Food Lion. Uh, no, I'd say Food City is about on par with Piggly Wiggly or Ingles. Oh, Jesus. So there I remember... Were... I remember how, 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 I remember food lions over here. That was a few years. Yeah, food lions don't last long. Okay. Oh, look, there's Tasha's sister. Okay. So anyway, so yeah, we got to go back down what? there. Uh, Worf is like, we're getting a Lost. transmission. Cutting out. Who cares? I'm trying to talk about Food Max. Does anyone remember Food Max? No, I do. All right, all right, we so, have one. So apparently, uh, the colonists, they all shop at the same store. <laughs> they is, shop at Food Max. Yeah, which is really weird. Uh, they all wear the same like unisex uniform. Uh, very odd. Well, so does Starfleet. So, <laughs> yeah, but they so, have to. <laughs> so, um, how, wait, how many, how many girls down there are named Michael? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so this, right. this colony has been in disarray for quite some time. One might even say it's completely failed. What kind you of... You could say that it's completely failed. What kind of uh, tan skin do you think the leather in those jackets is made of? Oh my god, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> this one has a tattoo that says mom on it. <laughs> what it is, is when their lips get dry and chapped, they just peel off the outer layer, and they stitch them together. Oh. Lovely. So Ishara is here, who apparently is Tasha's sister. Dun dun dun, and the plot. Yeah, or so is. she claims. Yeah. So actually, it's her daughter from a time travel version, which went back and oh, became half Romulan. And oh, oh no, <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry. 
this this bitch's hair is fucking furious. I love her hair. <laughs> <laughs> and it's perfect in every scene. I do not know how her hair is so awesome all the time. I had the biggest Simon crush LeBon on her. Simon is like going, oh shit, that's the look I want. Oh my god. Also, complete lack of bra in most scenes. Well, there, are, there is no scene. bras in space. George yeah, has established this. Everything just kind of floats there. Pertly. One of the first things they we did away with down here. One of the <laughs> one of the first things they did away with when the colony failed was braziers. Yeah, no, that's gotten the way of the rapes. Yeah. Oh and plus, remember, if you're in space, you're going to get strangled by your bra. Yep. Just like Carrie Fisher. <laughs> I just. Okay, so now now she gets to hang out with Data because for some reason Data's like, "Oh, you knew her sister. You go down there and hang out with her. That that won't cause any problems at all." Go send the well, go see like fucking fuck yards, don't you? you? Yeah, <laughs> you've got experience dicking yards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry, but but there is no way that Tasha's interested. I mean, there's no way that uh, so, what is what what's Tasha her name? I wasn't interested either. <laughs> <laughs> so, there is, there is no way the sister. Yard. There is no way the sister is interested in any guy. Uh, so you're t- so you're telling me this is Yar's revenge? Goddamn! Oh, goddamn! <laughs> I don't point out how attractive her pants are. It looks like she's got a sack pulled up to her tits and strapped together with a rope. Yeah, she's got the Jethro going on, and she's wearing like knee pads. Yeah. And yet somehow she's still managing to pull it off. Yeah, it still works. Well, knee pads are there so she can hit the ground hard and go after that puss. Oh, okay. <laughs> Look, that carpet isn't going to munch itself. Are oh. you ruining my fantasy hardcore? Well. Or ruining your hardcore fantasy. Either one. <laughs> it's a completely uh, failed fantasy. Not mine. It's going strong. and I'll carry, I'll carry, strong. I will carry her to my deathbed. <laughs> Uh, so like they walk into the to the observation lounge to the ready room there with the with the meeting room at the behind the bridge. They walk in, and everyone stops and turns to look at her like she's like the new AA applicant or something. <laughs> and who, well, like, fake Tasha, what do you have to say for yourself? Yeah, they're all looking at her like, <laughs> the crew does not approve. She's like, yeah, you can even sample my DNA if you want, and will. Like, oh. Oh, I will. She's like licking her lips. Oh, yeah. I'm going to cut it off your skin. Mm. Yeah, Crusher's response is like, yeah, I'm going to sample that DNA. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like how Riker is still a gentleman. He gets up and gives her the seat and sits down next to her. But it's all warm, though. <laughs> You're from Riker's butt. <laughs> okay, so now they have this big speech. So what's going on on the colony? Girl, let me tell you. Started falling apart 30 years ago. The aforementioned rape gangs, dozens of factions. There was a, a government at one time that finally, they finally lost all power and gave these two factions, the coalition, the alliance, basically policing powers. And so it's just been shit ever since. So, yeah. So they're having this little this little meeting, and then uh, suddenly their transmission comes up from the uh, from the surface. Oh, what do you know? It's a little ransom video of their two pilots. Well, yes, the, the one, anyway. Well, the one. Yeah, I don't get to see the other guy, but that's, uh, presumably there's elements. And she's like, oh, yeah, they'll torture them, kill them just to do it. So you better, like, give in to their demands. 
Well, the whole oh. point is to not give in to their demands. It's like, you know, yes. figure out how to rescue them. Well, yeah, yeah. Also, so then she helpfully take... she helpfully adds, we've never recovered a hostage alive from the Coalition or the Alliance, whatever. Right. The Horde, whatever it is. Yeah. The Empire. Look <laughs> <laughs> uh, this really yeah, so... scary guy in black armor. Yeah. So uh, really yeah, heavy. Like, they really they fat... say he was the first rape gang member. <laughs> they really say fat. he's carved his rape gang from a larger rape gang. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we'd well, love to go down there and rescue, but we have no idea where the escape pod is. And she goes, oh, it's in this exact area. And they're like, ooh, oh, maybe she's helpful after all. All right, whatever. I wonder how Kilby feels about this podcast being on the network mentioning rape so often. That's a completely failed podcast. <laughs> well, now he's going to know it because we mentioned his – because he said his name. Yeah. I said it once. I said it three times before he shows up in the mirror. Uh... <laughs> Breathing heavy when – Leaving traces of Cheeto dust wherever he goes. I don't think he's really into Cheetos. It'd be more likely he'd be leaving traces of caffeine powder. Traces of cheer wine. Yeah, I was about to say, why is there a cheer wine bottle in here? (laughs) Just rolls across the floor ominously. Traces of money he's spending on uh, stuff for other people. Yeah, what an asshole. (laughs) It's virtue signaling over here. Stop pretending to be such a nice guy by being a nice guy. Um, <laughs> anyway, so now we're in main engineering, and they like this scuzzy rebel fighter, great gangy, uh, like down in the main engineering, which I think is weird, but whatever. So they couldn't do this anywhere else but main engineering to look at a map of her fucking base. Okay. So it's hundreds of levels. It's like a, like a pyramid underground. It's terrifying and everything. And it, one shot with her in the middle of all these guys, it looks like there should be a Brazzers logo in the bottom left. <laughs> Sorry, my imagination's running away from me again. All right, anyway, transport me into this corridor, and, and, and my implant will make a diversion, and then you can go get the people you need to. Okie dokie. All right. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, now... Boss, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> Did you at just Lord Taco? Lord Taco? This is at Lord Taco on Twitter. <laughs> Sorry, I moved away from it. It was just uh, coming back. All right, so uh, we go down to uh, Med Bay, and uh, Crusher is delightfully taking her DNA. It's going to take like hours to like compare the DNA with Tashiyars, which to me sounds like bullshit. This is the 24th fucking century. I can send something off in the mail and get it back the next day. It's going to take hours because Crusher's not that interested in doing it. Yeah. It's going to take hours because I'm going to go to lunch with uh, my nurse for a while and then I'm going to read a book. Yeah, then I got to get around to processing it. Yeah, I got to get some aerobics with Deanna. You know, just like I, mean, how I can tell that's Tashiyars' sister just by looking at her. Well, yeah. Looks, yeah, it looks just like her. Except this one's attractive and hot, and I really want a banger. I never felt that about Yar. Not even her boobs? Tasha? No. I mean, Data banged her. Yeah, but... Are you better than Data? Well, here's oh, the th- Okay, so here's the thing, Scott. So, like, Data had sex with Tasha. So if you uh-huh. had sex with Tasha, it'd be like you were having sex with Data. How well, can you say no? Or... That's like, true. Probably I mean... your junk straight on Brit Spiner. 
according green to, eyes. According, according to the court order, I'm not allowed to do that anymore. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think his dick uh, actually feels like? <laughs> Brent Spiner's or Data's? There's a conceptual difference here. <laughs> data. I'm talking about Data. Well, well have you ever like... held a cold dildo before? I'm thinking it's like a cold salami, yeah. Doing it right yeah. now. I mean, okay, like, just the fact that he has a fully functional penis, I would imagine Dr. Soong, like, thought ahead, okay, that's going to need a heater inside it. <laughs> the question is, though, is that, like, <laughs> does, did he Does it the... actually need a heater? Because wouldn't just all the electronic stuff in there be enough, generate enough heat on its own? I, well, no, I believe the there actually Wi-Fi. has been comments before that data feels a little bit cool to the touch. But so, like, did Soong uh... model Data's penis after his own, or did he like build him like a super android penis? I mean, in in Soong's mind, he modeled Data's penis after his own, but it's also like three times as long and twice as thick. It's well, just does it hydro- have like embedded French ticklers beneath the skin or something that Data can turn on? Or <laughs> no, it's just a hy- it's, it's just yeah. a hydraulic piston. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't have to thrust. His dick does all the work. Yes. It's prehensile. I thought you knew this. This is in the TNG tech guide. I thought you guys knew this shit. It's prehensile. So, yeah, it's like Dr. Octopus's tentacles. That's what it's kind of like. All right, so, down to sickbay, Data's hanging out with her again because, well, you know, it might work this time with her. Um, So, (laughs) it's not Data. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe he can turn around. Maybe he can change her mind. Maybe he can fix her. <laughs> Kidding. Uh, so he's like, oh, yeah, your sister died and it sucks. She's like, oh, she died as a warrior? No, something killed her just because it was basically bored. Oh, okay, well, that sucks. That's not how I want to die. And Data's like, autoerotic asphyxiation? <laughs> <laughs> Riker comes in sideways, as he does. I swear, he's like a boat that's listing to one side every time. <laughs> He's like, my shoulders are far too broad to fit in the, to walk in the door normally. <laughs> That's why he's like a two by four. You have to like turn it diagonally so you can get it in. <laughs> I like that. That's the perfect ex- explanation. All right, so they be back down there to try to find the pod. They 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 get down there. They all set up with their little cutesy hand phasers. Then they beam down. What's her name? Ashara. So she sets off the proximity alarm to create a diversion. And now they're just in tunnels. And there's running and alarms and a whole uh, lot of the same tunnel from different angles. Yeah, yeah. they find the pod. Jordy's trying to like get data out of it, of like trying to get the 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 life sign signature so they can find their people. I'm kind of confused why, like, a why they dragged this pod underground in the first place. B how they got it through those tunnels that are obviously smaller than the pod is, and C why it's just sitting there intact with guards around it and not being actively stripped down for material. All good questions. And D, why the heck are its sensors enough for uh and a for uh to communicate with the uh Enterprise, but the Enterprise can't actually well, no, because the whole reason they're beaming down to work on this place. is to put a booster on the pod's oh, uh, yes. relay so the Enterprise can pick it up. The better question is, why does the pod have this magic sensor that can track its specific two occupants anywhere they go in this massive underground complex that the Enterprise Especially, sensors can't yeah. read through? All excellent questions, and you will get absolutely no answers to any of them. Correct. So, 
<laughs> Might as well just welcome let to the shit podcast. Go. Yeah. <laughs> no, so, but no, should... no, bust uh, at Lord Taco on Twitter. This uh, this podcast spends inordinate amount of time uh, trying to come up with answers to questions that don't get answers. What have you been listening to? Thank you. I, I appreciate you referring to me as my real name at Lord Taco on Twitter and Snapchat. <laughs> I, you know, it really pisses me off that you legally had your name changed to that. It really that's why I did it to piss you off. I know. That's yeah. what that's what the certified letter in the mail said. <laughs> Chattanooga Supreme Court. What the fuck? <laughs> Chattanooga. No, wait, Chattanooga has its own Supreme Court. Yes. Yes, got sour cream and everything. <laughs> <laughs> who was on the radio and who wasn't? All right. All right. So, Ashura. Briefly... I've been on TV a couple times. You have? No, I said radio. <laughs> wait, wait, TV wait. TV is a form of radio. Wait, oh wait, wait, God. wait, wait, wait. Uh, we're we're missing the important thing here. Fort Max. Why were you on TV? Well, the security footage from the gas station. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to, catch a, to catch a predator. I think I was like in middle school and it was like at some camp, something. That I was there at Camp Crystal something Lake? or other. No. Camp Candy? <laughs> I don't remember. It's been a decade and a half. Yeah, there's no way to remember anything from that long ago. Yeah. So let's keep let's keep talking about this third. It wasn't that show. In... Uh, <laughs> and I vaguely remember bottle rockets were involved. Is this a that's jackass not... sketch? Yeah, this sounds like abuse. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a completely failed colony. Alrighty. So, <clears throat> Ashara bravely takes a blast of something to the tit, and then uh, Riker picks Hot. her and whisks her away. See, that's why she doesn't wear a bra, because if she was, it would have melted onto her boob and caused, like, bad burns. As yeah. it is, the phaser blast just passes right through, harmlessly. Yeah. So Picard has confirms with Riker, yep, that is indeed her sister. And Riker's like, yep, they're all pink on the inside, sir. (laughs) 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 All right, so I like this, how how, uh, Picard, like, gives him a dressing that's like, hey, you know, that's an emotional response. You shouldn't have saved her because she's her. You put yourself at risk, dick. And he's like, uh, understood, sir. And he walks out and goes, good job. He's like, He's like captain of mixed signals. <laughs> well, it's officially, like, he has to... The flight card's like, you'd feel like a real dick if it wasn't Tasha's sister now, wouldn't you? <laughs> it's just some bitch tricking you. So we go down to the sick bay where uh, they have absolutely removed the bra off this woman. My God, her tits are spectacular. <laughs> Good Lord, look at them. Did you see the screenshot that I posted in the chat? Oh, I did. I'll, I'll, that's that's. Yeah, we're getting personal... there in a couple minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's what, that's usually what I say. I'm getting there in a couple. Minutes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought you usually said I got there a couple minutes ago. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm not paying for the last six and a half minutes. So I like yeah, what cars like. I like how Bart comes in and says, let me mansplain sisterhood to you. Let me tell you about your sister. Well, that's because, like, he comes in and Ishara's all like, I've never run away like my sister did. Which yeah, just all some... offends Picard because backstory. Right. Yeah, hold, hold the fuck up here, lady. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know her like I knew Tasha her. Tasha was a badass. Picard. For, for six episodes. <laughs> 
<clears throat> yeah, yeah. She always put the safety of others above herself. She was just a badass. Okay, great. So now, uh, now that I've given you a dressing down, let's get you into something more comfortable. Those nipples are distracting me. <laughs> Can't come out of Starship under these conditions. Put a cat suit on her. This is the horniest episode of Star Trek we've ever covered. Man, I'm sorry, but look at her. <laughs> like, am I the only one who doesn't want to bang her? No, uh, no, I mean... Uh, I do. Of the two and a half straight people here, no, I don't. <laughs> I'm not interested in banging her. <laughs> God. <laughs> And that was just a wonderful episode of exactly what that I'm meant. curious how these fractions yeah. work out. <laughs> like, are the three of you like 75%? <laughs> well, according to the Kinsey scale. <laughs> I mean, if one do this mathematically, my God, she's hot. All right, so she's, so now, not only do they give her the her cat. The Kinsey scale is not metric. <laughs> it's not 10 based. Who the fuck uses a 7 base? That's retarded. Yes. Base seven? What the hell? Yeah. Uh, well, look, we already judge women on a one to ten scale anyway. I guess they just don't want to be confusing. Yeah, that's metric. <laughs> base ten. All right. So anyway. Uh, all right. So. <laughs> We're getting there. Stop. Send us pictures from future in the episode. Stop it, time traveler. Spoilers, man. <laughs> That's yeah. a nice dump. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, not only did they give her a cat suit to wear, but they let her on the bridge. Why and probably they... have her lean over uh, to the camera to show off. Oh my god, yeah, the way she leans over next to Data, it's like, okay, you were clearly cock-teasing Data. There is no explanation for that movement but that. Oof. No, no, she's uh, showing her ass to the tactical station. And I look, yeah... Worf walks by and gives her the mm, mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then about 30 seconds later, he turns around and looks again. Yeah, he's like, that bitch is thick as cold grits. <laughs> Thicker than oatmeal. <laughs> he's like, oh! <laughs> Make you want to slap your grandma. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> I don't know about that. I'm pretty sure. Um, God, yeah, she's just sitting there vamping. She's leaned up on the console with her hand on the L car, just vamping. And then she has Data explain how he's able to have friends. Right. It's like, well, you don't have feelings. I can have friends. It's like, oh, I just get used to you people. And then, like, I get so used to you, I expect you to be there. And then you're not. It enrages me. (laughs) (laughs) And I must go on the holodeck and stomp on kittens. (laughs) Until the feeling passes. <laughs> Sorry. All right, so back down in engineering. Uh, Jordy's trying to solve the problem, as usual. So uh, we can't transport through, like, two kilometers of granite. So what we're going to do is, and honestly, I think this is fucking rad, uh, we're going to take the phasers, drill a fucking hole till about, like, 200 meters above where we want to be, because we can transport through 200 meters. So we're going to just dig a hole deep enough as we want that we can transport through it. Yes, we're going to use the ship's phasers to cut a giant death hole in the surface of the planet. We don't think that's going to be any kind of problem later on. Now, in fairness, so it, is right ne- it is next to that orphanage and the daycare that don't have fences, but we got to get our people out. <laughs> Didn't we just watch an episode where they tried to drill holes in the planet with the phasers and it went very, very wrong? Yes. Okay. <laughs> that was the Matt Furrer episode. 
That's right. But this is only one hole, and it's not nearly as deep. And also, they haven't done that yet. That's what she said. Yeah, I'm looking at one right now in that cat suit. (laughs) Man, that is a hell of a turd cutter. So apparently, it's not just a bra she does without. No, no, she's just... She doesn't need anything. (laughs) Nope. Alright, but she does mention her implant, though, which I had to... (gasps) Oh, no, she meant her tracking device. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's all natural, no, babe. All natural. Scott is seeing what I'm seeing here. <laughs> Congratulations, you two. You're on the same page with each other. Also, sure also they're, they're twins. Have, <laughs> if, if I have to hear the word cadre again, they say that word too many times in this episode. Cadre. 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 Yeah. I, I know Cadre that. once, but he didn't live around here. <laughs> Was he a rapper? Cadre the rapper. All right, so that's the plan. They're going to go down and, and rescue, and they're going to drill and stuff. So it's going to take about two hours. And she's like, you know, and they're like, you know, you can go with this. I mean, data doesn't take batteries, so there's that. <laughs> so in ten forward, she's trying to figure out what she wants to do, and in doing so, she's talking to data, and they're catching up on old times. And uh, how honestly, the only thing they really have in common is like. A, a vagina through mat through their matriarchy or something. I don't know. I have a vagina. I still have all a been vagina. there. Yeah. I don't know. So she goes into some backstory about Tasha and like how fucked up their lives were. She seems remarkably well adjusted as someone who grew up in a planet full of rape gangs. I mean, it was a completely failed colony. And I thought my sister was weak for running away, but okay, whatever. I get it. I mean, I just found out I have a son. Tyler, right? Uh, Trevor. Oh, thank you. <clears throat> uh, I don't really care, so... Okay. Trayvon? All right. All right. <laughs> uh, Trevor? It's actually Trevor. Travis? No, Trevor. No, I'm pretty sure it's Travis. I think that's what you no, said. No, it's, it's Trevor like Trevor Rabin? <laughs> no, not like Trevor Rabin. Yeah, exactly like Trevor Raven. Like Trevor Belmont? Yeah, like Trevor Belmont. Stop, Scott. Stop. <laughs> no, keep going. Keep going. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, this is a point where she's just like, oh, this is so amazing. You like actually have a purpose besides violence and killing and, well, And you raving. can actually trust other people. Yeah, it must be nice to trust people. I consider you a friend. Even and though I like, had no idea my entire life what that means. Right. And Dad is like, great, I've been friend-zoned. Bye, bitch. Pours his drink out and walks away. <laughs> That's what Daddy gets for being a nice guy. Or a guy. <laughs> At all. <laughs> I mean, look, he's, he's hitting on the wrong person. I don't think so. <laughs> and I just cannot let myself believe that. Look at those DSLs. My God. Look at that haircut. Mm. Uh, I'm okay with it. It was the early 90s. It's okay. All right. So, yes, she's ensnaring. Uh, That's a haircut tri- you could cut construction paper to. Especially <laughs> the back. That's amazing. All right. So, Dana goes up to Picard and Troy and goes, oh, uh, yeah, she totally wants to leave. And maybe she even wants to join Starfleet. So, isn't that wonderful? And Picard's That's like. That's great. I like how Picard's like, well, of course she does. No, he's like. She knows how much how shitty that is, right? I mean, 
why would she want to join Starfleet when she can stay in a rape colony? I don't understand why, you know, she understands <laughs> the change there is there. It's like, yeah, I think she, I think she gets it there, Picard. <laughs> Even Troy's doing it too. It's like, well, she's used to this. Let's not change their lives. You know, if you're used to something terrible and awful, let's not do anything to fix that. Okay. Well, mission goes at plan, whatever. Okay. Oh my God. Yeah. So like, Picard's all like, well, if she really wants to leave, we won't tell her no. And yeah. Ishari gets cleared for the mission, whatever. And right. then, well, I need to go and tell my people that I'm not coming home tonight. <laughs> so Data lets her go to the observation lounge to do it. And, you know, dun, dun, dun. Yeah, because that's what you want to use, like, the, the official communication channel. But they're obviously not recording. Yeah, you can just make a call to anywhere and do anything, and, and no one will ever know. Uh-huh. Uh... Well, it's also a narrative failure of the episode, I think, in that they could have gotten the same meaning across using more ambiguous dialogue. Right. They could use code words or something, or thieves can't. I well, mean, come on. I mean, instead of saying, it's working, as if there's, you know, a specific ulterior motive, just, like, lead in with... Okay, everything is going according to plan, because that could just mean, all right, we're moving forward with the, you know, process of getting these people out, etc. You know, it doesn't necessarily mean something we're trying to pull here is going how we expected it to. Yeah. So I really expected her to be actually friend to Data, because she has a half-eaten Jolly Rancher pulled out of her, and then she gives it to Data. <laughs> <laughs> and when someone does, when someone gives God you their hat, <laughs> I mean, when someone gives you their their half sucked on Jolly Rancher, that's real friendship. It sure is. <laughs> and how he looks at it goes, lemon, really? <laughs> so now here she is in the cat suit with a fucking phaser, just walking through the ship with Worf, and she's got a color coordinated phaser holster. Yeah, which I think is adorable because they gave her like a, they gave her a standard one. And she was like, "Oh no, 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 no! I, I, I cannot. No, you've got to get me one made of the same material and same color as my bodysuit." She said, "Can you not?" Yes. <laughs> it's just it, like it's fantastic too. That the prop department actually went to the trouble and colored one of those blue just to match that jumpsuit. Well, they had more of that cloth just laying around. So, all right. Yeah, so she didn't use very much of it. No. <laughs> so they uh, they drill the hole down to the planet like 1.6 kilometers down so they can transport into where the prisoners are. And she's going to go with them to help because she remembers from 10 years ago she was there. She remembers the tunnels, which is bullshit, but whatever. Well, it is all the same tunnel. It is all the same <laughs> tunnel. They got recessed lights, though. That's nice. That'll help the resale value. For recess. The recess value. <laughs> the recess value. That, yeah. that was a pretty good show. So, so they turned the same corner a few times. Right. Even at this point, at this point, my wife couldn't take it anymore. Vessi was just like, what are they doing? They're just on hunker down, walking slowly, pointing their phasers for They're just walking around the same tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, this and point, it's, it's a directing issue with this for me. Has like, they need has to he have... ever watched Doctor Who? They needed to have, like, a fade between scenes to make it look like they're spending more time than they are walking around down there. Because it looks like they just walk about ten feet, and suddenly they're yeah. right where they need to be. 
and they're all clumped up and like hunkered down. It's like, what are they doing? What are what are they doing all hunkered down? What? It's quieter. This this broker. This this scene is finally what snap made her snap. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. Oh, I noticed the doctor didn't come down this time. Weird, huh? <laughs> 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 she made a big fucking deal about wanting to come down. Now they actually have actual injured people now. Nah, I'm good, thanks. Well, she found out from the first trip that the rape gangs aren't really a thing anymore, and she probably <laughs> lost interest. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. Fine. I guess I'll go run that DNA scan. <laughs> <laughs> she totally forget to do it. She just told Bacard that it is. Oh, uh, yeah. It is. And I love how, like, when Riker shoots, he swings his phaser on like it's a lightsaber before he shoots it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Riker has to swing something, and there were no chairs around. Okay, so they blast one guy with a phaser. He hits the ground on heavy stun. Then they shoot a metal door, which explodes off his hinges half a second later. They didn't have time, uh, didn't have time to change the settings on those phasers. Nah. Okay. <laughs> And All then right. they got the phaser settings on hotkeys. <laughs> All right, so Ashara starts. No, or either that, or or the reason why uh, Riker was swinging it like that is because it's phaser gestures. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, dude gets shot by Ashara. He's like, as his dying breath, he goes, eh! and then shoots a box on the wall, which makes the alarm go off. Dick. <clears throat> and then, like, a record comes around the corner, sees someone laying on the ground. He's like, what the hell? It's like, what do you mean, what the hell? You just phasered a guy. No one else is allowed to. Why did you give her a phaser if you didn't expect her to phaser people? And he can't tell that the person's dead. There's no way. All right, so they got the pilots of the freighter, and they're getting the hell out of there. Data, you're with me. Also, I, I love the uh, I love, stop it. That's at Lord Taco on Twitter and Snapchat. Um, that's actually yeah, Lord Taco <laughs> on Twitter and Snapchat. Actually, can we have the cat uh, take care of him for a little while? Oh, right. Anyway. Um, oh my god. <laughs> no, Kill I like them. the I like the weak ass little phaser beam they use to start cutting the handcuffs off. Yes. Like it's it's translucent. It's so weak. Right, right. <laughs> it's just making it tingle. <laughs> All right. What's ting what's tingling? My phaser hand, if you know what that I mean. means it's working. Oh, okay, yeah. All right. So Ashara, she's running around and then runs into ENIAC. <laughs> Multivac or something. No, it's actually the, the power generated a fusion reactor for this level powered by a nice commodore man. 64 yeah she she shoots the base of the thing which i thought was like well that's a ballsy move and it just blows one of the panels off I'm like oh wow she she knows her shit doesn't she <laughs> so data magically jason Voorhees teleports behind her <laughs> oh that would be the that would be the best horror movie data as the, the <laughs> serial <God>. killer <laughs> yes the last thing you see is a gold eye staring at you. So she's finally no, goes, no, though, no, those slightly red gold eyes. Yeah. Yes. So Ashara turns around and reaches at her collarbone and rips off her mask, revealing herself, going, "I'm actually evil!" Ha ha. Ha 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 ha! Doesn't that hurt your feelings? 
no, I don't really have feelings. I'm just an android. <laughs> well, I really wanted it to hurt your feelings when I betrayed you. Well, it, it, it kind of didn't. I just need to turn off the reactor before we all die. I don't care if I die. Well, you know, I kind of do, and there's other people here, so I kind of have to do this. She's like, I'll shoot you. And he's like, I'm an android. It's not going to fucking matter. I do need to go take a commercial break real quick, though. So then... <laughs> yeah, so the plan... Can we, can the we plan... Talk about how Data holsters his phaser for Not a yet. We're not really there like, yet. So the plan all along was to for Ishara to get into the reactor thing and blow it up to take down the defenses of the whole complex so that her army could come in and kill all the all alliance is that the is that who they're fighting yeah to kill yeah she's in the coalition they want to kill the alliance and she's in their alliance territory so she can blow it up and she's like t- like dedicated to blow herself now this. now I, mean, I want to point out here the whole reason for the context is that the only objection data has to this is the federation will be responsible for the resulting deaths he doesn't right. care specifically about the fact that the people are going to die it's just because well the federation is going to get some blowback for this yeah <laughs> Also, I like the fact that he just dodged a phaser blast in the same way that Han Solo did when Greedo shot on him. Well, Data has superhuman reflexes. Sure. No, I, Data, Data didn't just kind of rotate to the side. And also, phasers move at about five feet per second, so... Um... <laughs> yeah, it's like also, a softball. Uh, Greedo never fired. <laughs> no, no, Greedo shot first. No, he did not. It's pretty, not. pretty clearly in the video that I saw. <laughs> you saw the wrong video, my friend. <laughs> uh, and then JFK's head exploded at the end of it, so I'm pretty sure I know what's going on. Oh, that was the uh, end of season one of Next Generation. Yes. Yeah. On the cliffhanger. Which was also the episode that established that phaser beams go about five feet per second. Sure. Because so, you just see one leisurely <clears throat> progressing down a hallway as this, like, 80-year-old man sidesteps it. Yep. So, oh yeah, I remember that now. <laughs> so Riker comes down the corner and goes, I have the element of surprise. I better lose it real quick. Ashara, I'm here. Look at me. Be distracted. <laughs> and then he he, dodge, he dodges a phaser beam, uh, and then he shoots Ashara. Uh, no, Data shoots her. Oh, Data shoots her. And then they run up to the fusion reactor. And, and based on that, I think Riker off. was intentionally trying to get her attention so Data could shoot her. Sure. So now her phaser was set on kill. Uh... And Data, I think, as, as someone mentioned earlier, does this fucking rad, like, twirl and then holsters his phaser in his... Yeah, it's badass. It's fucking yeah, that's rad. What I, that's what I wanted to talk about. He's yeah, channeling so you know, his inner <laughs> Robocop. That's all Brent Spiner. You know Brent <laughs> Spiner pushed for that. It's like, I'm doing it. I don't oh, absolutely. care. Yeah I, yeah, I don't care how many... I get the feeling more like it was an accident. To be like, they're like, oh, shit, that's amazing. We're keeping that. <laughs> <laughs> Ashara wasn't supposed to fall down on the ground, but she had like a... Like a Glessimic attack or something, but they had to keep the scene because he did the holster thing. So they had to change the script. That's someone shot her. All right. Anyway, all right. So they turn off. The, uh, they presumably turn off the fusion reactor or keep it from exploding. So I like how her punishment for betraying them is: here's your old fucking clothes back. <laughs> <laughs> Give us back By our shit. At all. By the way, you have to parade yourself wearing your whore clothes again on the bridge. <laughs> The wharf comes out and points to her to her mark on the ground. It goes there in front of the captain. You stand. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So Scruffy McGee down to the planet is just like, well, you know, we kind of had to do it. So, you know, we're a bunch of lawless heathens. What are you going to do? Ha <laughs> ha. Uh, I like he's like, I want her to re- I like how I want her to return immediately. And Rocker's like, oh, motherfucker, I am so tired of your shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't really, you're 
you're not really positioned to give demands here, asshole. We could nuke your planet and then like fly away and no one would care. And the guy's kind of like, you don't have any jurisdiction. Like, well, neither do you. But I have giant phase cannons. I'm just saying. Photon torpedoes. Yeah. And a transporter. You know that you know that big death pit we put outside your front door? Yeah, we could transport you in, in top of it. Oh, I was going to say, we could just like turn your whole city into a death pit. Oh. We'll put a bomb on your dead grandma and let you tractor beam her up. <laughs> what kind of shitty idea is that? <laughs> Some SJW shit right there. No respect for the dead. Uh, anyway, so Picard just is like, you know what, fuck this, let her go, I don't care anymore, I'm bored. I don't want to talk to these people anymore. Yeah, I'm done. I could be charting a nebula right now, let's go. Fuck these rape gangs. (laughs) (laughs) And then mean then over from off screen, I wish. (laughs) (laughs) Doctor, go back to sickbay! (laughs) <laughs> Mind your area. Danger <laughs> designated area. Alright, so again, she's just kind of like casually walking down the corridor after committing war crimes against the Federation with Data. Attempted war crimes. Still, close enough. I, you know, it's like attempted rape. It's still bad, okay? And like how poor, poor O'Brien really doesn't have anything to do. He just stands there looking constantly. Well, no, okay, so you're skipping, you're skipping like the most important part of the sequence where... Uh, you know, as they're coming around the corner, Ishara is like, you haven't said one word to me the whole time we've been coming down here. They just all, what do you want to talk about? Yeah, I love how he asked <laughs> that. What would you, yeah, what would you like to converse about? <clears throat> oh, I'm so sorry I hurt your feelings. Uh, you didn't. I'm an android. Fuck off. Bitches ain't shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I, I was done with you before I met you. <laughs> And then Ishara has this whole, like, you know, heartfelt speech of, you know, I wasn't always lying to you. You really were the first friend I ever energized, had. If, if energize, energize, energize. <laughs> and, and that really just encapsulates, like, the whole story arc between them, where Ishara was completely the one barking up the wrong tree. She wanted to find someone she could latch onto and emotionally manipulate, and she chose Data. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You see, it seemed earlier in the episode to be about that Data was trying to hit on this completely unavailable woman who was not interested in him in any way. But no, it was actually the reverse that was true. And then she became completely emotionally invested in Data, who can never, you know, satisfy her once. Well, one of them. I am totally going to text my BFF about this. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we get kind of an after plot scene of uh, Data barging in on Riker, who is just looks miserable doing whatever he's doing. Standing? No, he's sitting. No, no. <laughs> no he's sitting. <laughs> no, he's like doing like like employee re- reports or something. I don't know. Some boring number one shit. All right. So uh, no, comes no, goes, no, no, Scott. Shit is number two. No, I'm pretty sure you're wrong. I talked to my doctor about this. He said it was perfectly normal. Um... <laughs> All right, so anyway, Data, Data's just coming and goes, hey, even though she was a complete bitch, I'm still thinking about her. And Riker's like, yeah, that happens. <laughs> Trust me, my man, it happens. <laughs> and yeah, they go into this weird kind of, yeah, we all get fooled by women sometimes, but that's all right. Sit down. Let me learn you something. So basically, like, well, he would know. <laughs> basically, Data, people are bullshit. Yeah. 
don't believe anything anyone ever says ever. They're all out to hurt you. Oh, okay, I'll do that. Well, not really, because sometimes they're not. Makes sense now? Fuck you, Rucker. <laughs> Gee, Rucker, it's a good thing none of this shit bothers me. Bye! He <laughs> <laughs> was like, oh, yeah, you should trust me. Like me right now, I could just stab you in the neck with this crochet needle. I gotcha! <laughs> Uh, and yeah, Riker, he's got he's he's got a little too much of a shit eating grin in his face. He's a little too pleased with himself. But why? Why is he pleased with himself? There's no basis for this. I don't. That's what's so weird about it. He's got this like shit eating grin. I don't know why. So we get this nice longing look. His data walks out of the corridors and goes, "I could lick on this thing for about ten minutes, and it would just be gone." Mm, Ishara flavor. Yeah, I can still taste your spit on this <laughs> jelly rancher. Tastes like hairspray. <laughs> <laughs> smells like L.A. look. <laughs> uh, yeah, there we go. That was it. I hope you're happy now. What the hell that was, was the episode? Was, that was our legacy. My legacy is that I came to a sexual awakening looking at this character. Ugh. <laughs> My god. So hot. Alright, so anyway, so we've done it. So out of all the Star Trek I watched this weekend, which one was the better Star Trek? <laughs> <laughs> oh, definitely this one. I like Star Trek. <laughs> I do like Star Trek, too. Everybody except likes Star when Trek, I don't. too. Except when they... Star Trek is good, except when it isn't. Everybody likes Star Trek 2. That's not an accomplishment, Scott. Everybody likes Star Trek 2? Yeah, that's true. It was the best, one of the best Star Treks. Is is that the one where they uh, met God? Yes. Yeah. Played by Ricardo Montalban. Yeah, he was, yeah, he was played by Montalban, right? <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn it. Well, at least we're all on the same page on that one. <laughs> I'm okay with it. Okay, so what was the lesson we learned here to like not trust people? I guess. I mean, sometimes you can trust people, and sometimes you can't. Was that the was that the moral of the story? Uh, I think the, the moral of the story the data has a... ninety nine problems, but a bitch ain't one. Yeah, I think the moral of the story was don't try to emotionally manipulate data. It's not really going to work. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Don't try to. Could they even put that at the beginning of the episode? You can't trick him. You can't, you know, use sleight of hand to confuse him. That's what the whole front scene was about, right? Yeah. Can't play the data? I don't know. Can't. I don't know. All right. Well, that was fun. Was it it really? Uh, Well, it was for me. I got to see an ancient, ancient crush. (laughs) <laughs> I wonder what she looks like now. I certainly didn't no, look that 30 up. Thirty years later, so <laughs> don't definitely don't look that up. <laughs> I totally looked it up, like right after the uh, the episode. And what's the answer? Uh, not bad, not bad. Okay, oh, but really? how recent of a picture of her did you find? Uh, pretty, pretty twenty nine years old. <laughs> <laughs> Can can you send a picture in the chat thing? Yeah, in, in talky talk. 
Yeah, let's see if I can find it again. Because I found okay. like a you know, trying to Oh, find like it. you don't have it saved, right? Or no, well, that's, the, that's the typey type, not the talky talk. <laughs> Sorry, uh... these these technical jargon things don't. It, it's hard for me to uh, grasp onto. Beth Toussaint. Let's see. Yeah, because I had looked her up. And I... I'm looked sure her up, looked her down, huh? 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 Sideways. <laughs> also, while we're at it, does anybody have any nominations for next week's episode? Because we don't seem to have that on the document. Uh, No, actually. I think we need a really stupid <clears throat> episode of the original series. That would be wonderful. I have no suggestions. Uh, it... Oh, she doesn't look bad. No, she looks fabulous. Yeah, she looks pretty good. Yep, I'm telling you. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, sixty seems to uh, agree with her. Am I invited next week? No. Okay. <laughs> I really don't care what you watch then. <laughs> no, you should care more because, like, your motivation should be to get us to watch something shitty because you won't have to be here to suffer with it. But if I'm not going to be here, what's the point? You could listen to the results afterward. I, but I want to be a part of it. I want to. I want to <laughs> join you guys. I thought you were only wanting to come on when it was a your related episode. Well, no, that was my decision. No, I always want to be on the on the uh, podcast. That's why you can't be. Well, that exactly. makes one of us. <laughs> 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 See, Scott wanted to be on the show at one point also, and I let him, and then he didn't anymore, so I made him stay forever. <laughs> yeah, I'd like this sucks. <laughs> oh, I know what we need to do. I know what we need to do. Who mourns for Adonis? I do. The Enterprise versus, you know, Apollo, the Greek god. Oh, yes, let's do that. <laughs> okay. What season is this? Probably three. <laughs> I'm not Probably sure, but I'm going to go out on a limb here. Uh, let's see. I'm really excited to see uh, Rain Wilson's Harry Mud. Me too. Is Me that a too. euphemism? I'm sorry? Is that a euphemism? No. His Harry <laughs> Mud? <laughs> Is he tall enough to play Harry Mud? Oh, I don't know about that, but I can't wait to see him. Wait, is Harry Mudd tall? I think the actor may have been. Yeah, uh... Roger the figure's Fink. not. The figure's like the same scale as Kirk. He was 6'4 or 6'5, I think. Oh. Shit the bed. <laughs> <laughs> With Harry Mudd. Oh, okay, so Who Mourns for Adonis is Season 2, Episode 4. Okay, let's do that. Oh, uh, back when they had a bunch of good ideas. <laughs> They were hitting their stride. And nothing's going to slow them down. Oh, no. They got to keep on moving. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, this episode's great just for the image of a giant translucent hand holding the Enterprise in space. <laughs> yes. It's funny because uh, in the uh, that Star Trek Continues, the, the one of the fan things that I watch, the actor who played Adonis, or Apollo, rather, uh, reprises his role. Oh, that doesn't sound sad at all. <laughs> well, no, it's awesome. You get to play the same character. That's just really cool. Of course, he's aged a lot and everything. And they, they, you know, it's part of the the point of the episode. It's really kind of cool. 
Plus, he does a lot of voiceover work and stuff for like documentaries and stuff. I I can recognize his voice now. He has this very deep baritone voice. It's really cool. They yes. were in Star Trek. Look, the original fidget spinner. <laughs> either either that, or he's gonna get, the Enterprise is gonna sit back to the very beginning of the level. It's like a wall master from Zelda. Really? Nothing? No, oh, I figured I'd get something on that one. Okay. It's just fan art of Tasha Yara's sister. Huh? Yes, it yes, is. Yes, yes, it is. Oh, yes. Oh. I mean, she herself is a work of art, so, I mean, it doesn't take that much more to, to make it art. What for, is this? Is that, a, is that a hand? For his voice work, he is often credited as Alfred Thor. Yes. So, uh, yeah, cool. All right, good. We're going back to good old days, back to TOS. So can we talk about Star Wars? No. <laughs> no. no. It's a different podcast. What, what podcast do I have to be on for that? RFC. <laughs> really? Yeah. They, lo- they love Star Wars. It's true. It's their thing. I I found something wrong with Star Wars, though. That's, that's the only thing. I don't believe you. Oh, you watched it. <laughs> I watched it and, and, and I found something wrong. Let's see. That's actually going to be the name of my next podcast. Is uh, I found something wrong with Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Plenty of material it's... to draw from. You don't believe me. No, we do believe you. That's why we're laughing. (laughs) (laughs) So, what is wrong in Star Wars? Uh, So, in Star Wars, when uh, Darth Vader says, uh, I want them alive... Uh, But yet, there's a a guy that's about to shoot a a completely... Failed um, colony? (laughs) It's a completely failed... um, Escape transporter, pod. escape pod. Uh, there's no life forms, and he's like about to shoot it, but he's like, "Hold your fire." There's no life forms. Does that mean he was going to shoot in case there was life forms? Yes, that's exactly. Even though what he means. said, "I want them alive," you don't always get what you want, boss. No, that's Lord Taco. That's at Lord Taco on Twitter <laughs> and uh, Snapchat. <laughs> So, um, Alfred Thor was in both Power Rangers Lightspeed Rescue and Saban's Masked Rider. Alright, but what about Star Wars? Uh, I don't think so. <clears throat> You've never seen Star Wars? I, I saw the Star War. I don't think he was what in about, Star Wars. What about Saban's The Avengers? I think they didn't they do that in the late 80s. <laughs> Late nineties. Late nineties. It was like almost two thousand, wasn't it? Yeah. There's a toy line and everything. <laughs> I sh- I sure do like girls born in the late nineties, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're almost as old as your son. 
<laughs> almost, almost. They're getting there. Uh, yeah, they gotta get them for they're old enough to vote, so they can't, you know, vote against it. I don't know. <laughs> I like their votes matter. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh my god! All right. Well, I'm exhausted. Um, emo- emotionally. Yeah, that's Buzz's fault. Yeah. Well, well, once again, that's at Lord Taco on Twitter and Lord Taco on Snapchat. <laughs> right. If you need to get in contact with his uh, paternity lawyer, uh, <laughs> care of PO Box. It's at Lord Taco. Jesus Christ! <laughs> that's Lord Taco. Lord? No, Lord is in L O R D. Lauren Taco. Lauren Green. Like a Lauren Lauren Green Taco. No, that's not it. So it's a Lard Taco. L A R D. No. 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 Oh. Okay. All right. Well, I'm spent. I got shit to do. Love you guys and girls. What do you have to do? Shit. Shit. Literally, he has to go shit. I uh, I might. That's fine. Yeah. Don't, uh, I mean, don't get too personal. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to talk about anything personal on this fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, on, see, this, like, on this special two-hour-long episode of that one episode of Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> see, what sucks is, like, everyone's got all these stories of shit's going on in our life. I, like, wrecked my bicycle yesterday and, like, stayed home from work because I'm in so much pain. And I haven't been able to mention it or get any kind of sympathy at all. It's Okay, A, oh, that's A so you're not going to get any sympathy, and B, how'd you wreck your bicycle? I, um, uh, got a little overconfident. Did, did you try did you jumping off, off the loading dock? <laughs> I like Was it a completely better. failed bicycle? No, no, just me getting getting dumb. I was holding the handlebars with one hand and did something, and instead of uh, changing the gears, instead of hitting the brakes, I tried to overcompensate and grab the brake, which slowed me down, which means I had to grip the handle tighter, which means I gripped the brake tighter, and it was the front wheel. So, <laughs> and so you I'm thought just, you were going to get sympathy for that? I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm missing chunks of skin. <laughs> right. Oh, I think you did that I'm when I was of car. You're. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. which is why like I, nothing I have compares to what you guys have been going yeah, through. I mean, so. Yeah, Scott. Well, all uh, all I want the only the only thing said about this is about that is that no one got it on video. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, seriously, yeah. Scott. Like, way to diminish Mickey's problems. Your skin will grow back. His car isn't going to grow back. Right. That's it, true. And if it did, that'd be one hell of an amazing car. Yeah, keep that thing forever. If only my car was made of skin. <laughs> yes. Or if only you had a Previa. Like a if the only. antacid pill. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Fort Max. I'm I'm curious now. Why would a Previa be better? Uh one, they don't die. They are indestructible. Are they made of skin? They don't die. They multiply. <laughs> No. <laughs> just no. <laughs> <laughs> just the answer, obviously. <laughs> oh, well. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I, I gotta go. Are you I, sure? I, Are you sure you don't want to try to solicit more sympathy that you should have known from the start you were never going to get? 
Well, well, no, that's why I waited to the end anyway. I just had to bring it up. All right. But, okay, attention seeker. You know, right? God, that, that was the most threatening voice you have ever used for Max. <laughs> Terrifying.